0: Welcome, world, to my world, the world of one man and that man, me, Daniel Lampley, the world's most prolific artist. This is One Man's World. Today's show is brought to you by Lunchables. Lunchables, if we wanted you to eat them for dinner, we would have put that in the name. All right, then. I, Daniel Lampley, am joined, as always, by your friend, and most especially my friend, Yesman. And wouldn't you know it, Scott is back again, so that can only mean he did not win the lottery this week, and the Bills must still be piling up. Am I right, Scott?
1: I did not win the lottery this week, no.
0: And the Bills are still piling up, Scott?
1: Yes, Daniela. If not for the Bills, I would be somewhere else right now. Definitely not listening to you on the radio. But
0: you're there in your home, Scott. You're there in your home, and the Bills are at your home and in your mailbox, and more are on their way to your mailbox, even as we speak. But you are there in your home, and Yesman and I are here, and we are all present within this conversation. Yesman, am I
1: correct? Yes, Daniel, is always, you are.
0: About where we are, and where Scott is, and where his bills are, and soon will be?
1: Y- yes, Daniel, about, about all of those things, yes.
0: Always good to hear the sound of your voice, Yesman. Always a pleasure.
1: What's wrong with your uh, voice, Daniel? It sounds like uh, you're a little horse. Are you sick?
0: No, Scott, not sick. My throat's just a bit strained. Uh, Last night was the premiere of my new horror film, Shriek Upon Shriek, and as a treat for the audience, we showed a special edit of the film wherein the audio for all of the shrieks had been cut out so that I could perform the shrieks live from the balcony without amplification.
1: And how was that received?
0: Well... There were numerous complaints about the length, volume, tone, and overall abrasiveness of my shrieks. so <laughs> I'll let you be the judge.
1: Oh, I get to be the judge, huh? Well, then, based on what you've told me, Daniel, I'll go ahead and say it was a miserable experience for everyone involved. Zero stars.
0: Uh, well, you just lost all judge privileges, Scott. I should have known you couldn't handle the responsibilities and pressures of judgehood. Many judges have found that over time their once-solid grip on justice can begin to slip, but you embraced corruption at the first opportunity. For shame, Scott.
1: Well, it was fun while it lasted. At least I got a taste of that judgehood. Most people never even get to do that. Am I right, Daniel? So, uh, is that this week's art, then? The shriek movie where you shriek? No, no, Scott, it isn't. This week's
0: art is something different. This week's art is child art.
1: Child art. Is that... Uh, Like, uh, okay, what is that, art for children, or is it art uh, by children, or suppose, since we're talking about you, childish art?
0: No, Scott. Children as art. My children.
1: That's a very sentimental piece of art for anyone, Daniel, but especially for you. You're not exactly the first person to use your own children as subjects for your work, but I'm going to withhold judgment. For now, until the other shoe drops, since it always does.
0: My children aren't the subject, Scott. My children are the art.
1: All right, I see where you're going. So you're you're going for a Since your DNA was partially responsible for their births and, and your influence was a significant factor in making them the people they've become, you're going to claim them as your artistic creations.
0: Scott, how are you always wrong? Do you think our listeners think wrongness is cool? Do you think yesmen or myself find wrongness impressive? I assure you we don't. Do you think that there are women listening who find wrongness attractive in a way that your first wife clearly did not? Is that what you think?
1: Are you are you going to tell me what child art is or do you want me to keep guessing?
0: Tempting as it is to see how far off a man as consistently wrong as yourself might eventually get, no, I do not want you to keep guessing. My children are child art because I transform them into pieces of art, Scott. Walking, talking, pouting, crying pieces of art. My children are my canvases, Scott. They are merely small human beings until I apply my hand. And then, Scott, they become so much more than children. They become child art.
1: Daniel, what do you... Do to them.
0: All kinds of things, Scott. I make costumes and outfits for them to wear. I paint and draw on their skin. I cut and color and shape their hair. I give them props to carry. On and on, Scott. And really, that's the beauty of this project. For the first time, I have canvases that I can reason with, canvases that I can bribe or threaten, canvases that I can punish if the pieces don't turn out quite right.
1: And your kids are okay with this? What do you mean? I mean, your kids aren't humiliated. They don't resent you for doing this to them. Well, of course they're
0: upset, Scott. You, you know how kids are. Surely you see yours enough to not completely lose touch with how they operate. But you just have to power through. You just have to try to make them see that you know what's best for them. And even if, yes, a lot of kids will make fun of them at school when they show up with pop cans tied to their ankles and wearing shirts that say, just married, on the back. And then on the front, there's a bunch of rice glue. to Wait, wait, hold on. You make them go to school like that? Of course, Scott. They go about their normal daily routines just like always, except for now. They do it as pieces of their father's art. It's important to the concept for them to live their lives. They must be both fully child and fully art in order for the art to have its full impact. Yesman understands, don't you, Yesman?
1: Y- yes, Daniel. At, at once fully child and fully art. Yeah, of course. Daniel. I'm I'm horrified. This is this is awful. You have any usually <laughs> it's awful, but this is genuinely awful
0: you haven't even seen it scott you're getting all serious and sad and judgmental and you haven't seen even one piece they aren't pieces they're your children they're both think about it scott don't you wish you could look back on say seventh grade and say to yourself ah yes seventh grade the year i got to be a piece of my father daniel lampley the world's most prolific artist's art wouldn't you love that, Scott? Wouldn't you love to be able to say why I remember the day when Father dressed me in a white bodysuit on which he had painted my internal organs as if the bodysuit allowed the viewer to see through my very skin. But the catch was that many of the organs were not in their correct locations. For example, the gallbladder was where the stomach was supposed to be, and the large intestine was coiled around the heart, and Father had inserted an organ of his own invention to replace one of my kidneys. Wouldn't you love to say that?
1: No. No. No, Daniel, that's the exact kind of memory that children have to work overtime to repress just to maintain some sort of grip on their sanity. Your kids are at extremely impressionable ages, Daniel. Seventh grade, don't you realize what this could do to them? Don't you see how this could adversely affect the entire rest of their lives? The acceptance of one's peers... Alone is so important to a child. Why would you go out of your way to ruin this, ruin that for them? Scott, come on. Don't
0: you think you're being kind of alarmist about all this? All children are embarrassed by their parents, no matter what their parents do. At least in my case, my children's embarrassment is resulting in brilliant works of art.
1: This is not the same as a teenage girl being mortified because of her dad's shorts are too short. Daniel, what... What does your wife have to say about all this?
0: Um, I think she's just hoping the kids will keep me too occupied to try to turn her into art.
1: Wow. Uh, I'm starting to think you need serious counseling. You need serious help. I mean, for someone who's- Scott, Scott, Scott,
0: Scott. You know, Scott, I'm surprised at you. I can't believe that you, of all people, feel entitled to get up on your high horse and scold me about how I raise my children. Can you believe this, yes, man? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Can you not believe this, Yesman? Yes,
1: Daniel, I cannot believe this. Daniel,
0: do not both, do this. Both, right but, right. Scott, both parents, Scott, under one roof, raising the children together without divorcing. Ugh. Well, well, the headphones are off. He's, uh, he's standing up, and he has stormed out of the view of his webcam listeners, perhaps even believing that this is the last time he'll ever be on One Man's World. All I can see is his dark, cluttered living room, devoid of meaning, devoid of life. But you know, listeners, and I know, and Yesman knows, right, Yesman? Yes. And deep down, even Scott knows, the bills will never stop. This is One Man's World with Daniel Lampley, the world's most prolific artist. Today's episode is brought to you by Lunchables. Lunchables, if we wanted you to eat them for dinner, we would have put that in the name. And we'll be back with more of me after this word from our sponsors.